everyone to a really interesting episode of Architect Tomorrow today. Uh, in fact, there's a couple of episodes here. There is one talking to the intersection group, getting them to introduce themselves, and actually there's another one about the book Enterprise Design Patterns. And perhaps Wolfgang, if I could start with, with you, if you could just give us a bit of background on your main role and then, and then your involvement with intersection. I've been working as an enterprise architect for 16 years or so, and then I got quite frustrated with the very limited impact I've had. So I have this classical career starting from engineering, IT stuff, software development, and then I was part of the enterprise architecture teams in, in the largest bank, banks in Austria. And three years ago, I founded Architectural Thinking Association because I felt that there's a major change needed in the world of enterprise architecture, a change that connects us better to the design, to a more holistic enterprise design and to have really an impact and uh, perceived all the existing bodies of knowledge. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's quite huge. And for that reason, I started a small approach with architectural thinking. And at this time, I also met Milan uh, and his enterprise design community. And uh, one year ago, one and a half year ago, uh, we established Intersection Group. And so now we are two presidents. And it's a merger between the world of design. Milan comes more from product design, user experience design, and architecture, engineering. And that's, that's the fusion we are about to do. And we are in the middle of creating Edgy and a lot of stuff. Given you've mentioned Milan, let's go to Milan next. So Milan, if I could ask you the same. Hi, um, yes, so I'm Milan. I, I'm the other president of the group. Um, and uh, yeah, so as Wolfgang mentioned, I have a background in design. Um, I studied a long time ago communication design, did an um, exchange here at an art school, which gives you maybe a little bit of uh, idea, like an idea of what kind of design I'm talking about. <laughs> and then um, at the same time, I was already working as a developer, uh, had a little software company, worked in IT departments, um, in the end also ended up doing an MBA and, uh, and, and, and started working um, so in 2009, I started a consultancy uh, with two friends that, and we started together. And we started actually working on user experience, product design, service design product uh, or projects. And then we kind of got to this kind of the same place that Wolfgang ended up um, or the same experiencing the same uh, frustration, which is um, not enough impact, a lot of stuff being created, but never seeing the light of the day and we started looking for ways to, you know, um, engage the organizations better, make them actually deliver on those things that we were um, engaged designing. Um, and, and that's when we met the enterprise architecture community, started going to those conferences, also organization designers and so on. Um, wrote a book about that called Intersection in 2012, uh, started a conference series uh, two years later, that has been running annually ever since. Only last year we actually missed for reasons. Yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah. Yes, and and then yeah, as Wolfgang said, joined forces in uh, in 2020, I think, with the Architectural Thinking Association, um, because we still think that this is like in the the breakthrough that is needed in the world of um, human made. Uh, agency at scale, which right. is you know, how I would frame an enterprise. Thanks, Milan. And Annika, am I right in thinking that you're in the country where the conference is held, or have I got that completely wrong? 
Yes, I am. I am in uh, in Sweden, in south of Stockholm, in um, in Södertälje, where we are hoping to host the intersection conference. Is everything if everything goes as planned? I think it's the third time that we're planning a conference in Stockholm. Cross all our fingers. <laughs> I, I have it held in my diary. I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping I can get there this year. We'll uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, you're also very very welcome, uh, and. Um, yeah. So that's. And so, what's your what's your what's your background, Annika? Originally, I'm I'm so I studied business, uh, okay. so I started out as a junior contro controller way back, very many years ago, and just after a year or so, I got so frustrated with the fact that there is, there is no point in being a controller if everything is just messed up in the systems that you're getting your figures from. And then I started to figure out where where do these figures come from, and then I realized that, that there is actually somebody putting them in there. There's actually somebody setting the system up, and that person wasn't really doing a get great job from my point of view. <laughs> and just sort of moving myself forward, I got some experience from the IT uh, depart uh, IT area, and then during one of my one maternity leave, I studied psychology because I was like, I got the finance, I got the business, I got the IT. It still doesn't work. There's something missing here. <laughs> So I got into motivation, cognition, you know, um, all of those things with why we do things. And they kind of sort of, I got myself a pretty good idea of what we ought to do. But then it took me several years to actually be able to do it. And I started out in enterprise architecture after a while. I did a lot of trainings. I, I ended up in training people in the Swedish sort of certification body um, with business architecture. And... I think it was like 2013 or so, I saw a slideshow um, or some slides from some from some guy that had held a presentation in London. Uh, and I just saw the slide and I said, oh, gee, this is it. This, 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 something, this is finally something good from an architecture conference. And those slides were yours, Mila. Uh, and that's kind of how we started uh, first just figuring out what is this? I mean, this what you, where you came from was so different from where we came from with, with architecture and how we try to approach things. And then over the years, we've been working close more and more together and uh, doing trainings on um, enterprise design. I've been kind of bringing to the table, of course, my experience and all of those things, but also this Milky Way mapping thing with how you can sort of sense make in an enterprise um, in a, different way you know better better ways to sort of find stories and find value and all of those things and then we um i don't know if you can say join forces but then we work more and more together and one of the things that we have been doing is writing this book together and um yeah trying to really find find better ways of doing this because it's such a huge task and why are yep. we so poorly <laughs> doing it so there there were to be better ways that is kind of the way and i just shifted from from being a consultant and trainer a year ago so now i am a senior uh, business architecture slash designer um kind of putting my own title to what i want to do <laughs> at scania one truck uh, company and really part of a team driving a huge shift towards more agility sustainability more collaboration and all those things and really putting all my tricks into action. And some of them actually works. <laughs> so that's me. Brilliant. Thanks, Annika. And I suppose talking of joining forces, Bard, we mustn't leave you out of, out of the equation here as one of the 
other authors. So Bard, tell us about how, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got involved in Intersection Complete mm -hmm. Story. Let me try to condense 40 years of struggle into a few sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sounds a little bit like Annika's story, really, except I started in a very different direction. I'm originally a linguist, so I studied the way language shapes our perception of reality. For instance, if you learn a second language, does that change the way you see the world? Which it does. So um, I accidentally stumbled into IT because we were uh, I was asked to join a machine translation uh, research project which led to artificial intelligence and machine learning. And the more I learned about IT, the more I realized that IT wasn't the problem, um, right? Um, for instance, we were trying to make computers talk to people. And then I realized most people don't even talk to each other. So, <laughs> so maybe we should solve the communication problem between people before we solve between machines and people. So more and more, I got involved in the organizational side of things and we started with enterprise architecture in the 1980s already when it was just given a name and we looked into that as an organizing principle around some of the things we were doing um worked a bit but it certainly didn't solve all the problems and what i also found it was pushed more and more into an it discipline which it wasn't supposed to be it was to, supposed to be a systems discipline, uh, um, you know, systems thinking or organizational design discipline, but it became an IT discipline. So I was a bit disappointed. By that time, I'd met a woman uh, who was uh, introducing me to emotional intelligence as a new field around the 1990s. And um, I joined forces with her. I married her. We moved to Australia and we tried to teach people about emotional intelligence. Um, yeah, that was a bit too early, I think. <laughs> we're now talking about, you know, the, the end of the previous century. People were not ready to go that far, but I think over the years they've figured it out. Um, I joined Gartner at, at some point to become an analyst in the enterprise architecture space, constantly pushing the fact that it should start with people. It should start with business and organization. And IT would find its place there somewhere. But even Gartner didn't get it. So at some point I dropped out again. And I thought, you know, that's the last I'll ever see of EA. I won't touch it anymore. Um, I wouldn't say it was dead, but it was dead to me, right? I <laughs> sort of moved on. And then uh, Wolfgang knocked on my door and said, well, you know, maybe you have something sensible to say about EA. Why don't we talk together? And that, yeah, one thing led to another. And the first thing that we did together was, was talk about the book. The, the pattern book, which, uh, yeah, I, I still consider myself somewhat of an advocate for enterprise architecture, but only if we do it very differently than we've done it before. Mm -hmm. And with Wolfgang and Milan, and, and then when Annika joined, definitely, we, I think we have a way forward. Now we have to teach it to the rest of the world, that's all. And then beautiful things will happen. Thank you, Bart. That's that's a, that's a lovely, lovely uh, summary of, of yeah, a lovely journey and a lovely story uh, sort of overview. Um, and last but not least, I should also mention Lisa. So Lisa is the reason that we're having this conversation at all, because Lisa introduced me to Intersection Group and the book. And, uh, and Lisa and I have chatted about a bunch of things, as anyone that follows either of us on LinkedIn will see. We often pop up in each other's social feeds commenting on, on stories of the day. And so, um, Lisa, I'd, I'd love for you to perhaps give a bit of background on your, um, how you came across Intersection and, and what you're doing with Intersection. Yeah, sure, Oliver. I'll be really brief. I mean, you've just heard those four 
guys talk about the intersection group and they are my heroes. They literally are my heroes. I've been totally inspired by the work that they do in the intersection group. And I stumbled across them through LinkedIn and Annika, similar to what you had previously said, it was the slide with the loop, the intersection loop that really drew me to the group and also the Venn diagram of the three entities of enterprise design that the intersection group um, promote. And I thought I found my tribe. I'd spent sort of 15 years in the world of architecture. Prior to that, I'd been in more business facing IT roles. Um, I'd been program manager, I'd been a business analyst, I'd led a data warehousing team. Um, and I'd spent probably the last two years in sort of business architecture before I went into the world of enterprise architecture and leading a team of architects. And the architects were true technical architects, solution architects at their core. Um, and I was constantly trying to look out, step back and really drive change, business change from architecture. And I always felt like I was talking to a room that just wanted to draw technical diagrams and not see the flow of where IT can really impact a business. So when I stumbled across Wolfgang and a post he put on LinkedIn, I thought I've met a group of people that I can converse with and understand and drive something different forwards. Um, and since then, I've been following every post that Wolfgang posts. I've attended a few of the webinars and I'm just constantly inspired by where Wolfgang, Mila, Annika and Bard are taking the intersection group. So, you know, I'm their biggest fan, maybe, or one of many fans, because I know their fan base is growing daily. Brilliant. Thank you, Lisa. And so, look, um, this is just the quick introduction video. Uh, do check out part two where we dive into the book and dive more into what Intersection are doing. So thanks for doing those intros, everyone.